Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. With my man Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and also your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We're hoping it's going to be an out-of-sight matchup on Sunday night. you got the Miami Dolphins trying to make sure they don't lose the division against the, ball, the Buffalo Bills, who want to say, everybody, this is still our division. A man who knows that. Play for that organization as a Pro Football Hall of Famer and as a native of the PSAC, meaning the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, like I am. He's from Kutztown. I'm from Mansfield. He is Andre Reed, Pro Football Hall of Famer, joining us here on Freddie Harry. Mr. PSAC Hall of Famer, Andre Reed, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real well. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, they're talking about that PSAC, boy. They, they don't know nothing about the PSAC. That's good football down there. <laughs> I, well, I'm glad y'all brought it up because I'm about to start some drama on Freddie oh, and Harry God, today. here we uh, go. A little birdie <laughs> told me that you two guys played against each other, Dre. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind me yeah, calling you Dre. Of course, and, man, and, of course. And, and I... I, I you know what? I played against people that I didn't think they, you know, I don't think I played against. They just say it. They go, yeah, I played against you. So, uh, <laughs> because it was his senior. That's how the PSAC works, I guess. I don't know. Exactly. It was his senior year at Kutztown. It was my sophomore year at Mansfield. And the game was a 7-7 tie. And we looked at him and said, look, that guy's way too big to have man-on-man coverage. He didn't see an open space because we had three guys around Andre Reed the whole time. He couldn't even no, see No, they him. didn't. There was 11 people on the field and 10 of them were on me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel you. I heard you on that one, boss. <laughs> They're like, you know what? That guy's not going to beat us. So we got to get everybody. Um, we got to get 10 guys on him, uh, maybe a couple of the coaches. Uh, let's get some of the fans. Everybody was on me, man. I remember that. Yeah. yeah not, okay. not, not for nothing, Harry. We got away with a little hold here. There were a couple of penalties that should have been called that weren't called. And my, my coach, Tom L. Sasser, got rest his soul, said, if they ain't calling it, it ain't a penalty. Keep doing yeah, it. If they ain't calling it, they didn't see it, right? I got you. I got you. Man, we're yeah, John... great memories, man. The PSAC, yeah. uh, Mansfield Hell back yeah. in the day. I mean, where is, where is, before we even get started, where the yeah. heck is Mansfield at? I mean, well, it you, seemed you, like it was yeah. a. From Kutztown, it's like they're both they're both in like mm-hmm. in, in they're 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 like in cow cow pasture. Both it, both they, school. Yeah, they really are because Kutztown, and you know this, Andre, is not far from Tamaqua, which is a known football power in that area. Yeah. But where we are, we're an hour north of Williamsport with a Little League World Series. But that's cow country, bear country, turkey cow country, tipping, deer you country. Oh, my goodness. The first time I went cow tipping, they took me down. I said, you guys do this for fun I, around I here? Told, here's a quick. Here's, yeah, here's a quick story. I used to tell some of my teammates. to be like, man, you don't know nothing about cow tipping. They go, cow tipping? I go, yeah, man. We used to just, you know, wait for the cows. Just get dark and get dark. And as long as they had a couple lights out there, we could see where they at. Yep, and they sleep standing up, and mm-hmm. a lot of the dudes didn't know that cows sleep standing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, we should just go, yeah, we should just go run into them and then just run like heck 
away from them. Yep. So it was it was fun to do it. If they would have had YouTube back then, it would have been a sensation. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you just picture you just picture five black guys running out in the dark trying to trying to trying to knock over some some cows for no reason. <laughs> the things we did, the things we had to do for fun in the PSAC. Andre Reed, Pro Football yeah. Hall of Famer, graduate That's of Kutztown right. University, joining us here at Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And you know how it is up in Buffalo, where they are so yeah. passionate about their fan base, just like fans are of our teams we played it in the PSAC. What has it been like seeing this Bills team, where it seemed like they were really dead in the water, Andre, and dead now the they're water, game, man. yeah, and now dead they're the game water, away from winning, yeah, winning, from winning the AFC East. Yeah, they they're they're one game away from from getting that second seed. They go down to Miami, which is a very hostile place always to play. And I remember my years going down there, and it was always it's not that it was the fans because Buffalo fans, you guys know. I mean, Buffalo fans are good traveling fans. They go everywhere. They if there was a game on Mount Everest, Buffalo fans would be up there yelling <laughs> at twenty nine thousand feet. No 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 doubt about it. But down there, in Miami, it's always you know the Miami Buffalo uh, rivalry has 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 stepped it up a little bit over the past maybe three or four years. But when I played, it was Marino again, and it was the Clayton boy. It was Clayton and and uh, Mark Duper, and it was Brian Cox, and you know what a rivalry it was for the AFC. It was always Miami against Buffalo for that division, and this is this is a great thing to see. Um, you know Miami's had a great year. Um, Buffalo, the last five, six games, you know, they 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 got their back against the wall going down there against a good team, and um, you know we'll just see how it happens. You know, both teams have have been up and down pretty much all year, especially the Bills. And uh, you know, they picked they were picked to win the division. Miami was picked to win the division too, and it all comes down to that last game um, on Sunday in Miami. I must ask you about the wide receiver position because you know that part on the football field very, very well. You're in Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. uh, and rightfully so. But when you look at Stephon Diggs, how imperative in this matchup is it that oh, Joe yeah. Brady and also Josh Allen make sure that they get him the proper touches and that he's able to eat that defense up of the Miami Dolphins? A- absolutely. You know, Dolphins got a couple guys injured. I don't know about the secondary, but they, they've got a long list there on the uh, the injury report. Uh, today I saw, you know, some of these guys may not even play. Who knows? But, yes, the last probably six, seven weeks, Stephon Diggs has not been the Stephon Diggs that we know for the Bills. And in order for them to even have uh, not only a, a chance but a better chance to win, they got to get him uh, involved in the game early and often um, this game. Um, so, you know, maybe they waited four or five games for, to, get him, to get him unleashed again. But he has to be a big part of this game. Uh, on Sunday, and also the running game, and, and the running game has really done a great job. James Cook wanting to pay. Yeah, he made the Pro Bowl this year, so you know, kudos to him. Um, but he's had a great year, and I think the last four or five weeks uh, probably did that for him. Um, but they just got it. They got to run the ball. They can't just get away from it now and try to get Diggs the ball. Just bring him into it gradually. Get him involved. Get him excited. Um, and this uh, this should be a, a pretty good game uh, on Sunday down there in Miami. Pro Football Hall of Famer Andre Reed joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hit him on Twitter, Andre underscore Reed 83. Stay with Stephon Diggs because it could have been very easy for Stephon Diggs not getting the football, but they're winning, oh, yeah. but to raise his voice. What does it say about him, Andre, that he has not done that during this winning run? 
Yeah, because, you know, hey, they they think we're all divas, man. And guess what? We are. <laughs> Not a lot, Quarter, I mean, hey, receivers are divas. We got our own little swag. We got our own little thing we do. But I think Stefan is a veteran player um, now has, uh, you know, probably seen what, what has happened. Obviously, he wants to be more part of the, the offense, but it's about winning games. And if he only catches three passes or four passes or isn't the main focal point, it should be about winning. And I think uh, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a credit to him that he hasn't, you know, came out like he did last year and said this and said that. Um, now, if they were losing, it'd be a different story, mm-hmm. I think. Right. But they're winning games, and I think, again, as a veteran, he realizes how important he is uh, to this offense that sooner or later he's going to be called on to uh, make plays, and that's, that's this Sunday. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, Dre, you brought something up in my mind when you mentioned Brian Cox. So, my last year in Atlanta, B. Cox was the defensive oh, line coach. Else, <laughs> Man, th- that's what I'm about to ask you. Playing against him because he was one of the realest coaches and players really respected coach, him yeah. because he always kept things real and he wasn't just going – he wasn't going to BS you, right? So, when, yeah. when any player is going to be drawn towards a coach that keeps things real, not nine times out of ten, but 100% of the times – when you played yeah. against B. Cox, what was he like on the football field as a trash talker? B. Cox was a different. Let me tell you, if, if you put a uh, if if you put a bunch of birds out there, and most of them can fly, um, you know Brian Cox might have a bad wing, uh, and he would he would be the bird that ain't gonna fly right. <laughs> but you know what? Like you guys, like you just said. You can always count on that guy keeping it real. And yeah. he kept it real all the years he was in Miami. Um, he uh, was a great player. He was probably the heart and soul of the Miami defense back in, the, in those times. And you're going to get your best Brian Cox every single game because um, that's how he played, and that's, that's what he brought to the table. So, um, yeah, B. Cox is a different dude. I became, we became good friends off the field mm-hmm. over, the, over, the, over the years and – we talk about all those times we came up to Buffalo and and uh, and and <laughs> you guys know he came up to Buffalo and came out came out of the tunnel and just flipped everybody off. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> and he lo- he loves those he cigars too. For, but that's just Brian Cox. This is that's just, that's just with him. So um, yeah, really really love playing against a competitor, um, and obviously he would be a good coach. Kind of reminds me of really doesn't remind me, but look what what what. Uh, Antonio Pierce has done in, in Las Vegas with the Raiders mm-hmm. the past, you know, since he's been the head coach. He's brought yeah. a different attitude, a different swag, a different, uh, you know, changed the culture there. And I really hope that the, that the Raiders sign him to a long-term deal. Uh, Mark Davis signs him to a long-term deal because it seemed like the players uh, really respected him as a coach and they played for him. Um, so we'll, we'll, hopefully he can uh, – you know, get that long extension and be the, their head coach next year. Hey, Andre, my brother, we always love catching up with you. We always love the fact that as a PSAC guy, man, you always represent not just you, but your family so, so well. Keep up the great work, Andre. Enjoy the games this weekend, and thanks so much. We'll highlight you soon. You got it. Thanks, guys, for having me. Anytime you guys want me on, man, we can talk, and we'd be here on here for four or four, five hours. Man. No doubt about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Andre. Andre Reed, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Hit him on social media. At Andre underscore Reed 83. Joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie. I'll say this. His brother, Deion Reed, 
played safety for Millersville, mm-hmm. senior year, I go in the dig route across the middle. And we have warned our quarterback, do not throw it in his area because that guy can anticipate. Harry, he tattooed me coming across the middle. <laughs> he literally pinned the ball on my chest and everything like that, right? <laughs> After the game is on Millersville, they just beat they just beat us up 37 nothing on homecoming. My mom and dad were there. My dad said, well, at least you played while I say I think I was the only one. And after the game, he goes, man, 43, great catch. The dude had nothing to do with it. That was all you. He said, what are you talking about? I said, dude, you anticipated that me, you, and the ball met at the 35-yard line. That catch had nothing to do with me. He come, Andre Reid comes from a pretty talented family. He and Dion were no joke as football players. I love to hear that, though, Freddie. Like a talented football family, mm-hmm. but you held on to the catch. That's the most important thing, Freddie. That's why we're a good pairing. Yeah. Because we're going to hold on. We're going to take yeah. some hits, but we're going to hold on to that football. Hey, Harry, I appreciate it. Had nothing to do with me holding on to the football. <laughs> he helped that because he pinned the ball to my chest when I came across the middle. Oh, by the way, Andre and Dion, college graduates. Guys who played four years, started all four years at their schools. Dion and Free Safety from Millersville. Andre at Kutztown became a draft pick. Both of those guys, college graduates out of PSAC. And a Hall Give of it. Famer. And a Hall of Fame. I'll never man. give enough. When he got in there, I said, I said, how's it feel taking the whole P-Sack with you? He goes, man, I can't tell you. I'm standing on everybody's shoulders being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I can't wait to bring the P-Sack, that conference, to the Hall of Fame, man. We That's all dope. all were rooting for him. Even when he got into the league, we are like, man, he's going to stick around for a while. Do we see Hall of Famer? Of course not. But we say, hey, one of our own, a fifth-round pick of the Buffalo Bills, we were so thrilled that he made the football team, and then he became a superstar and a Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. But his team, the Buffalo Bills, they play Miami this Sunday. Is the AFC East title game. That it is. A bigger game for the Miami Dolphins or the Buffalo Bills. Harry, you said it is for the Buffalo Bills because... Well, number one, uh, they can't afford this loss because if they lose this football game, they got to bank on other people uh, you know, losing so they're able to get into the playoffs. That's number one. But this team has won four games in a row, right, since losing yep. to the Philadelphia Eagles. They didn't come this far just to come this far. You've won four games in a row versus quality opponents to be able to have an opportunity. And I'm a firm believer of this, Freddie. If you get into the dance, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen on multiple occasions the, the, the last seed in the playoffs go on to win a Super Bowl and go on to make runs. But right. it's about how you're playing the last four or five weeks of the season and the Buffalo Bills beating some quality opponents they beat Kansas City at Kansas City they beat the Dallas Cowboys pretty convincingly and were were able to actually run the football and Mm -hmm. be dominant in that capacity now if you can go to Miami and get this win and then win the AFC East and then you become the number two seed it's no telling what will be able to happen but Mm -hmm. I think right now what we're seeing from the Buffalo Bills even though the two games that they won the last two weeks didn't look ideal for this football team. It's the NFL. It's it's the National Football League, and that's what people got to understand. You can play the worst team on any given day, and you can be the best team. We just witnessed the Arizona Cardinals beat two teams this season, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you're not on your A game, anyone could beat you in this league. That's a great, great point. Jimmy in Connecticut wants to weigh in on this in the Dr. Pepper calling line at 888-729-3776. Jimmy, you got the Bills on one side, in Miami with the Dolphins on the other side. Harry believes it's a bigger game for the Bills. I believe it's a bigger game for the Dolphins to win it. Jimmy, what say you and why? First and foremost, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thank you, brother. There's a long story behind this, but I really miss you guys. I'm glad to hear you. Uh, I got to go with the Bills because at the end of the day, not only if they lose, they really kind of like have a little bit of egg on their face and they have to really struggle in order to make the playoffs. 
remember that whole 9-11 terrorist thing with the coach? He's going to have to re-answer for that, and they may have to have to like talk about that. And remember last year in the sidelines with the Bengals? Mm. Mm. That's going mm. to be something that may bring, come back up if they lose again in a big game at the end of the year. It's going to be tough for the Bills if they lose. It, they may have a, like a very off, crazy offseason. Two more points if I could, very quickly. Sure. Okay, number one, in terms of AFC South versus NFC South, with the AFC South, we have two great young quarterbacks. If they win and they can like, do something in the playoffs, it adds to a wonderful future story versus with the NFC South, you have two kind of retreads that they win. Okay, whatever. They're probably not going to go too far. Bears. And you know what? By the way, Harry, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. So, quite frankly, I hope my unlikely as it is, I hope my team turns the butts butts to powder. Baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Jimmy. Where's Third Jimmy when quick. I need him? Third point, quick. In Connecticut, we lost ESPN Radio. I miss you guys so much, especially because of, you know, on the way home from work. Oh, my God. Town Cow- Listening to Town Cowherd is like getting herpes or paying for someone else's face. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Brother James <laughs> said, it, said it with his chest. Okay. <laughs> All righty, then. I'm not even going to try to top that. I'm just going to leave that alone as far as that goes. I'll say it's a bigger game for the Miami Dolphins as we quickly get away from that. And I'll give you the biggest reason why, Harry Douglas. They have not won this division in 15 years. That's a long time. The last time they won this division is the fourth longest drought of any team that's won a division in the NFL. They have not been champions of this division since 2008. 15 years. They haven't won a Super Bowl since the middle of the 70s. You've got to find any way to have a championship belt around your waist if you're the Miami Dolphins. And on Love Friday, we don't like no droughts. We we like we like moisture, baby. <laughs> oh, Love Friday. Oh my God. I knew we were gonna get in trouble <laughs> as soon as I heard that. <laughs> Jeff in North Carolina. Harry believes this game between the Dolphins and Bills is a bigger game for the Bills. I believe it's a bigger game for the Dolphins. What about you, Jeff, and why? Hey guys, uh thanks for taking my call. Uh I believe it's a bigger game for the Dolphins and Big Sangio. Uh, they pay this dude $4 million a year to be the D.C. Uh, Javon Holland, the safety, said that uh, Baltimore took the belt out on them last week. I believe they took the belt in the switch out on them. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bigger game for the Dolphins. Uh, and I believe momentum is a big thing last week against the, uh, the Ravens. They were moving the ball up and down the field the first three drives, and you could just see on – Jim, not Jim, but John Harbaugh's face, he was a little bit stressed out. Yeah. And then Tyreek Hill, he drops a touchdown pass, and uh, that kind of changed the momentum. Not saying they would have won the game, but momentum is big. And then Baltimore on the first drive, uh, I think it was third and 16, and Miami didn't get off the field, you know. So I think it's a bigger game for the Dolphins and Hicks and You can't let Buffalo come in there and take the belt out on you again. He made a great point in terms of that catch that Tyreek Hill missed in the end zone for the touchdown. It, give, it would have given Miami the lead. You get a little more confident. Buffalo, excuse me, Baltimore now knows how they're going to be in a firefight against the Miami Dolphins. When he dropped that, and I'm a big believer in body language, 
you could tell that affected that football team. Because Baltimore, they go down and they get a touchdown. And all of a sudden, that put that pressure on Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins. Then he throws a pick. I don't know how Roquan Smith came with that interception, by the way. I mean, he like a tight end taking out. It was a queen. No, it was Roquan Smith. They got the pick, right? Yeah, it was I think Roquan it was Smith. The one-arm interception, like the one-arm bandit, and they just fell apart right after that. But I go back to that Tyree kill. He catches that touchdown pass, and he's right. I'm not saying that Jeff is right. I'm not saying the Dolphins would have won. But that game could have looked a lot more different, could have been a lot more closer had he put that in his back pocket. That's two weeks in a row, too, because Tyreek Hill yeah. had a big drop versus the Dallas Cowboys as well. So that's two weeks in a row that we've seen that from Tyreek Hill. He also had a big one, remember, against the Philadelphia Eagles in that ball game. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's a good point. Keep weighing in. De facto AFC East Championship game in Miami. Bills on one side, Dolphins on the other. I think it's a bigger game for the Miami Dolphins. Harry believes it's a bigger game for the Buffalo Bills. Wayne and a Dr. Pepper call in the line at Triple H say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. And after Monday is said and done in an NFL, in the championship game of college football, which NFL franchise better go after Jim Harbaugh the most and the quickest? We'll get to that if you keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the way, drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. In four minutes, give or take a minute or two, we're going to let you know exactly which NFL franchise better reach out and bring Jim Harbaugh to their team no matter what happens Monday night when Michigan plays Washington for the college football playoff championship. We'll get that in a couple of minutes. But we hear from you at 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Bigger game for the Dolphins or the Bills when they play on Sunday. Martha in New Jersey, what say you? Um, I don't want to weigh in on the Dolphins and the Bills. I okay. just want to say I'm glad Harry and Freddie are back. You made my <laughs> Friday ride home complete. I love you. Uh, and, and what better day is Love Friday or whatever. I love you guys. You make my ride home um, special every day. I, I love you guys and keep doing the good work. I'm a Cowboy fan, so I don't God, care who wins. God bless you. <laughs> God bless her being a Cowboys fan. And Martha, New Jersey, we stand on your shoulders and everybody out there that's been giving us this kind of love and the kind of reaction to the show. It's just two dudes having fun, and we know how blessed we are to do what we love and love what we do. So we really appreciate that, Martha, New Jersey, and everybody else out there as well. And I'll say this, Martha. I don't think you understand how much phone calls like that mean to us like we really do appreciate it because you know everything isn't cookies and cream all the time and we have our dog day so when we get to hear from y'all how much you know y'all miss us and how much y'all love hearing me and freddie together Mm -hmm. that gives us extra motivation to make sure we're always on our p's and q's and deliver y'all the best information possible but also have a hell of a time and have fun while we're doing it as well so freddie i am glad i missed the hell out of you bro (laughs) i don't think you understand how much i missed you no i I got a great idea because that's exactly how I felt. I mean, as much as we love being on vacation and being around our families, and we hope that everybody has as safe a holiday season as they could possibly have, there's something about our dynamic, uh, everybody involving Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, our guys behind the scenes, we are able to make this work because everybody understands exactly it's supposed to be fun. And we get people to their destination safely, then we're doing our jobs. And we're going to make sure that no matter what happens, it's supposed to be fun. It's radio. In the words of Mike Tyson, it's not rocket science It's radio. It's supposed <laughs> to be fun. If you're not having fun doing that, then maybe this is not the profession of you. And if you don't like to have fun, then maybe just maybe this may not be the show for you. But we're not going to stop being who we are each and every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p. on ESPN Radio. One of our favorites, he's an FOS friend of the show. He is Roy the Truck Driver. Roy, a bigger game for the Dolphins or the Bills? on Sunday. I say the Dolphins. Harry says the Bills. What say you and why? Freddie, you're going to have to wait for Tua, okay? It's not Tua's time yet. One of his main people is hurt, and I hate that. That dude tackled Tyreek bad for a reason. Look how he bent him up. That Man, I was mad when I saw that. Look, let Josh go on win this time. Come on, man. Look, Josh is exciting. This dude is six foot three, six four, two thirty five. 235. You know who he reminds me of? Y'all remember Randy Witten tied in? You know how hard it was to tackle that dude? He's a train. Uh-huh. He's a tra- he ain't playing. Look, let him go on. Josh is exciting as hell, man. Please let him let him win because, man, he'll take you down to the wire. Tua, man, Tua's too soft yet, man. Tua's too soft. He ain't ready yet. He ain't ready. I, I- see y'all. Love y'all. Happy New Year. Appreciate too, everything, Roy. Roy. I will say this. When it comes to the playoffs this year, 
I would like to see a Josh Allen in the AFC conference competing to be able to go to an AFC championship game and uh, mm-hmm. potentially trying to, you know, go to his first Super Bowl. I, right. I, I just I like competition. Right. And if you Me have too. a guy of the caliber of Josh Allen, you, you root for those guys to be able to get in because it's all about having momentum. It's all about, you know, getting into the dance and having a chance. I don't want to mm-hmm. see him not in the playoffs. And then that's taking away one lethal quarterback that we enjoy watching so much and uh, just about every fan does too so i'm hoping they're able to get in it's amazing how that narrative has changed in a month because if you if we had this conversation december 1st it would have been a completely different answer it would have been like the way two is playing that offense josh allen can't stop throwing interceptions each and every game i don't want to see that in the playoffs i don't care what it looks like it's amazing harry how in not even a month how that narrative has changed revolving involving both of those guys especially how josh allen has played and how Tua has looked good at times, but has not looked great with that offense that has had a lot of hiccups here and there, and they've been stymied by good teams with good defenses, and Tua has looked less than Tua in those situations. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with Sean McDermott, right, making the right decisions. He let go of Ken Dorsey. Joe Brady took over things on the offensive side of the ball. The offense, you know, we understand Josh Allen is going to touch the football every single play, but James Cook was a valuable option, not not just rushing yeah. the football a lot more, but out of the backfield as a passer, the, uh, mm-hmm. diversifying the football to a lot of different people amongst that offense. But then when you look at the Miami Dolphins in the in Tua side of things, it's yeah. the injuries and how many guys are getting hurt within the last four to six weeks for the Miami Dolphins that's really yep. hurt that football team, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt about that. By the way, do yourself a favor out there. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I'm Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Look up a quarterback called Bobby Douglas who played for the Chicago Bears. Josh Allen is a bigger, more talented version than that guy. That guy was a moose who could run and had a great arm. You just never knew what the ball was going to do coming out of his hands. What's his last so, name? Bobby Douglas. That's my damn cousin, Freddie. He may be the lightest side of your family. (laughs) (laughs) I got white in my family down the line. Okay, well then, if that's the case, then you and Douglas are kin when it comes to Bobby Douglas (laughs) in the 70s and Harry Douglas then. But look up that guy, Bobby Douglas, and look up film on him. Josh Allen is a more talented, more accurate version because they're built the same. Bobby Douglas was 6'5", 235 pounds, whatever you want to call it, playing quarterback for the Chicago Bears. When I first saw Josh Allen, I said, man, it's Bobby Douglas with talent and with accuracy. That's who Josh Allen reminds me of. If you get a chance, go back in the history books. Look up Bobby Douglas, see exactly what I'm talking about. When it comes to history, we firmly believe, at least I do, that once Monday night's over, and by the way, Harry Dells will be a part of the coverage on the, on the alternate cast on ESPN and ABC for the national championship game, Washington on one side, Michigan on the other side. Harry, I firmly believe that once that's said and done, whether Michigan wins or not, Jim Harbaugh, back to the National Football League. There's just way too much smoke around that. I'm not talking about Michigan football and what they've gone through. I'm just talking about now is the perfect opportunity where the guy that's always wanted back in the NFL, I don't think there's going to be any kind of obstacle keeping him from going back to the National Football League. But if I ask Harry Douglas, brother Bobby Douglas from the Chicago Bears in the 70s, who as an NFL franchise needs Jim Harbaugh the most, what is the answer from Harry Douglas? Well, we hear a lot of people talk about the Los Angeles Chargers, and yes, that is a good destination for Jim Harbaugh, but I think the best destination for him is with the Chicago Bears because you have this situation right here, Freddie. You have Justin Fields already, in which mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh played against, or excuse me, coached against mm-hmm. on numerous of occasions when he was the head coach, or 
when Justin Fields was the quarterback of the Ohio State Buckeyes, right? Absolutely. Not only that, you have the opportunity well, you not the opportunity. You had the number one overall pick if you're the Chicago Bears. So now you're you're putting Jim Harbaugh in a situation where he either gets to keep Justin Fields as a quarterback or he gets to choose the quarterback of his choice. And I do believe if they're going to choose a quarterback with a uh, first overall pick, I think an offensive-minded coach needs to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. And I, I don't want to diminish anyone's job or try to have someone lose their job. I'm just sure. saying I, I, I know what it should look like with a young with a young quarterback, especially if you take Caleb Williams. And I, I look at the tight end position. They have a young one in Cole Komet. They have a young running back in Roshan Johnson. I like the way that defense is playing now. You have DJ Moore as a number one wide receiver. Not Mm -hmm. to mention you're going to have another top ten pick as well. So I'm going to go with Jim Harbaugh. He's a guy that got drafted to the Chicago Bears in 1987. And he played the 87 season through the 93 season uh, in Chicago. So he understands the area. He understands what that organization is looking for. And the history of that organization as well. I also look at him as being a hot name. Name, a name that um, could build this thing from the ground up when it comes to the Chicago Bears as well, the way he wants it be, uh, to be built. So I, I'll say the Chicago Bears for Jim Harbaugh. Okay, Tony in Kentucky wants to win on this. So which NFL franchise needs Jim Harbaugh the most, the current Michigan coach, on the Dr. Pepper calling line at 888-729-3776. Tony, 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 speak that gospel, my friend. Fellas, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Good. I hope you're doing well. So, um, Harry, I'm going to say the same thing you said, but what you really want to say, but you can't. Harbaugh needs to go to the Chicago Bears because that franchise is dysfunctional from the security people in the parking lot all the way up to the owner's box. (laughs) They haven't had a franchise quarterback in how long? Very, very long time. Very, very long time. So. So they need an offensive guy, someone that's a big name, someone that's from Chicago, you know, someone that has that the players respect because the culture in Chicago needs to change. That's just my opinion about it. I appreciate your time. You guys have a happy new year. Thank you for the call as well as the kind words. I'll, I'll agree with both of you guys. If anybody needs a guy like Jim Harbaugh, it is that Bears organization because like you mentioned – and like our man just mentioned, when it comes to Tony, that's an organization that drafted him. He understands the Bears' mystique, the monsters of the midway back in the 60s. Mike Dick, all those guys that played for him. So that if you don't kick the tires on him, you're the Chicago Bears, then what are you doing? Because even though Matt Eberflus has been a lot better as a coach, a guy like Jim Harbaugh does not come around all the time. When he's there, you got to go after him. But I'll give you a different team that needs him the most. The Bears, are, they should be top of the line. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to move on from Bill Belichick in New England, you better, you better go get Jim Harbaugh. Because if anybody knows how to understand how the players are in this modern times in the NFL, and he, he always had the great ability that no matter where he's been, Harry, at Stanford, at San Francisco, now at Michigan, his coaches are really good at making guys better at those football teams. We saw it at Stanford. I mean, he, he didn't have like three, four, five-star guys all the time. They always seem to get better and get to the National Football League. Same thing now with Michigan. He's getting these four- and five-star guys that are two, three picks now in the National Football League, like Aiden Hutchinson, for example, who was a beast with the Detroit Lions as a pass rusher. He always seems to know exactly what players to find and what coaches to find to coach those guys up. I saw that at Stanford. I saw that at San Francisco. I'm seeing it in Michigan. If you are the Patriots, 
if you're going to move on from Bill Belichick, whatever discussion, Harry, that they have either at a coffee shop in Boston or the palatial Robert Kraft Estates as the owner, if that decision is going to be made, you're going to move on. If you're the Patriots, you better get your behind on that phone to Jim Harbaugh the minute that championship game is over on Monday to see if he would be interested in taking over Bill Belichick in New England. Yeah, and for everyone listening, you got to understand that the New England Patriots will be in a position to be able to draft a quarterback of their future. So mm-hmm. that that's another positive in, in, in that direction. One of the things I know about Jim Harbaugh, playing against him and also covering him uh, at Michigan in the college football rankings, is that he loves physical play. And if you're going to play for him, you're going to have to be a physical young man. You're going to have to be physically and mentally tough. But number two, he does understand how to relate, you know, towards his players. I look at this Michigan football team right now and those guys being able to compete for a national championship on Monday. And there were games where Coach Harbaugh wasn't there on the sidelines with them. But how that group was able to stay strong and stay together and stay connected and never, you know, waver. And you you didn't hear anyone within that program bickering amongst each other. And the teams that they were able to beat in the process and how, you know, his teachings and, you know, understanding how to coach the game and be a leader of men rubbed off on his coaching staff as well. So they can put themselves in positions to potentially be a head coach, whether you look at the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator. I think those are things you can't ignore. And how he's been able to do it with a dual-threat quarterback, whether it was with the San Francisco 49ers, whether it was with Andrew Luck at Stanford, or J.J. McCarthy like we see right now with the Michigan Wolverines, and the physicality, running the football, but loving each other and building that loving culture uh, amongst internally within the program or or organization, that's been big and followed Jim Harbaugh everywhere he's been coaching-wise. And speaking of the Patriots and the Bears, they are part of an NFL doubleheader this Sunday in ESPN Radio. The Patriots hosting the Jets in what could be Bill Belichick's last game as a head coach of the Patriots, followed by the Bears at the Packers, in which that could be the last game coached by Matt Eberflus before Jim Harbaugh takes over. Cause begins at noon Eastern time and select ESPN radio stations. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm going to tell you the scariest thing about a Cleveland Browns team that plenty of you love and you'll find if Harry agrees or completely disagrees like he's done all game long and all day long. Find out next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together in the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Thanks for being a part of it in the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. It has been a long walk for the Cleveland Browns, but here they are, a very, very dangerous team in a still loaded AFC. Harry, I'll ask you this. Fill in this blank. The scariest thing about the Cleveland Browns going into the playoffs this year is? For me, it's that Joe Flacco has unlocked the passing game of this football team, and it has given – 
the Cleveland Browns, everyone in that organization, a lot more confidence going into this, this playoffs, uh, 2023-2024 season. You look at that defense and how they understand now that you don't have to be perfect every time that you step out there because yeah. you firmly believe that you have a quarterback that's able to put the ball through the air. And Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. I got to go back to some of his numbers, Freddie. Okay. I'm going to have you take it away from me really quick while I find these numbers. So you look at those numbers, but check out with Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter. When he was on on Sportsmanlike with Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty, he said if they get to a Super Bowl, Joe Flacco will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The answer is yes. The answer is absolutely yes. If Joe Flacco wins two Super Bowls, he was the MVP of one. Look at the number of road playoff victories for Joe Flacco. I do believe Tom Brady is the only one who has more. And then that Super Bowl run, so I think there's a definite, I'm one of the 46 voters, and I will definitely support Joe Flacco to go into the Hall of Fame if he gets to the Super Bowl and loses it. But definitely, if he wins it, he deserves a legitimate shot. All right, so before I get to that, here okay. go the numbers for Joe Flacco since becoming the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. He leads the NFL in passing yards per game with 323. Yeah. The deep ball has been the difference. He leads the NFL in 24 completion, with 24 completions of 15-plus yards downfield. Mm-hmm. Average pass touchdown, 28 yards long. Okay. That is unbelievable in my opinion. Now, what Sal was talking about, I believe if Joe Flacco – he has to win another Super Bowl. He can't just go. He has to win another Super Bowl, and I believe okay. become Super Bowl MVP. Okay. That would be two times that he's been able to do that. And when you look at this team, right, the Cleveland Browns, a lot of people kind of counted them out when they lost Nick Chubb. Deshaun Watson went down. They lost both of their tackles, Jack Conklin and Jedrick Wills Jr. And when you look at a tight end like David Njoku and how he's been unlocked since Joe Flacco became the starting quarterback and also Amari Cooper, you see him smiling a lot more now. I think all of these things have to factor when we have this conversation. Plus, okay. on top of it, you throw the cherry on top with the whipped cream. The Cleveland Browns have been non-existent on this type of level for a very, very long time. If Joe Flacco can get them to the Super Bowl, hell, they may build a damn statue for Joe statue they'll give him the keys to the, he'll be the mayor forever when it comes to cleveland he's able to do that a team that has not won an nfl championship since 1964 i'm not going to go that route with sal pal and tony about hall of fame whether he wins or loses if he gets in the super bowl but when it comes to the cleveland browns this is what scares me anytime we have expectations i've seen them crumble mm. that's the scariest thing to me about the cleveland browns how many times you gave a perfect example no one thought they're going to do anything joe flacco comes in and saves the day and now they're a dangerous team I don't like to use past events for current thought processes. I've seen this way too many times at Cleveland Browns. When you expect a lot out of them or expect something out of them, that is when they're going to break the Browns fans' hearts the most. I hope to be wrong, but I don't think I will be. Two has a big game on Sunday, and it's not just about beating the Buffalo Bills. That's next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.